Hey, hey, thanks for tuning in to the Just Janice podcast. I am your host, Janice, and we know that the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy. So in this joy-filled podcast, you're going to hear real-life stories from other believers. We're going to talk about the kingdom. We're going to magnify Jesus, and it's going to be awesome. So thanks for tuning in, and here we go. Hey, hey, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Just Janice. I am so excited for today's episode because I'm always excited to be able to jump on here and record and encourage your hearts in the Lord and get into the Word of God and pray for you guys. And it's just something that I seriously, um, I just count it a joy. I count it a joy to be able to do those things and just to do whatever God has has called me to do. And that is an encouraging word for you guys to just chase after and do whatever God has called you to do. It's been such a message on my heart the last few years about just staying in my own lane, doing what God's called me to do, not comparing to what other people are doing for the kingdom. Because uh, like I say all the time, when one of us wins, we all win. And it's all about advancing the kingdom. It's not about advancing our own kingdom and shining spotlight on ourselves or anything like that. It's all about advancing the kingdom of God, making him known, knowing him, and all those things. And so when we're all doing that and we are not getting into comparison and whatever, and we're just able to encourage each other in the call of God on one another's lives, it's just, it makes for a healthy body of Christ. And so today I want to talk to you guys about making it personal. So many different things are are just flowing through my heart today about this topic. And actually, just before I sat down to record, I walked by this gift basket that's sitting on uh, my stand in my dining room. And in a few weeks, I have a women's conference coming up that I'm speaking at. And all of us speakers were given money to be able to create a gift basket to give away. And so uh, we were just instructed, fill it with all of your favorite things and like make it personal, make it personal things that you would love, that you would enjoy getting. And so I was looking at it and I was like, I really want to win this basket that I made. <laughs> and I, you guys would laugh if you see it. Like I have Chick-fil-A sauce in it. I have a journal. I have my favorite book, which is called Only One Life, How a Woman's Everyday Creates an Eternal Legacy. Favorite book outside of the Bible. Love that book. It is so inspiring. And I have a little... Uh, like sparkly confetti like little tumbler that I filled with Bible highlighters and uh, markers that I love journaling with and Reese cups because if you know me at all you know that those are my favorite and then I bought this little taco pinata because I am all about like the tagline of my book celebrating life in every season just living life to the fullest truly loving and enjoying life and I know that that uh, came out of just a season of life where I didn't enjoy living and I've shared that a lot too. It's not, I, I wasn't suicidal or anything like that, but I also didn't really love living either. And so God's brought me out of that place and just put me in a, in just a headspace and in just a season of life where I truly am loving life again. And it is so, so good. And so I'm praying for you. If you are struggling with that, maybe you're not, you know, not wanting to live necessarily, but maybe you're not wanting to or not wanting to die necessarily, but maybe not wanting to live either. And I get that so much. And I remember having those thoughts at one point in my life, not, you know, not too long ago, a handful of years ago, where I was like, man, if I just like disappeared, would the world even know 
the difference? Would anyone even notice that I'm gone? And that is such a sad place to be, but I know a lot of people find themselves in that place because life is hard. (laughs) Life is so hard sometimes and we go through seasons of pain and brokenness where it just feels like it's unrelenting. And I love that scripture that says there may be pain in the night, but joy comes in the morning. So I'm just prophesying that over you today that it is time for mourning. It is time for joy to come into your life again for you to truly love living to truly love living and to know that God has a plan and a purpose for your life wherever you're at and all of those things, all of those places of brokenness and pain that God will use them for his glory and to set other people free. He gives beauty for ashes and I've seen that time and time again in my own life and in the lives of so many other people that God takes all of those things that the enemy meant to destroy us and he uses them for good. And so I'm praying and prophesying that over you right now. So yeah, that little fun taco pinata that I have, and it's like literally the size of my hand. It's a tiny little pinata. And I'm like, oh, that is such evidence of just like celebrating life. And plus I love tacos. Tacos are my favorite. So it's hilarious, like two in one little thing. So I'm really excited uh, to give that away. And then I have a jar. I love doing like, just like a mason, mason jars full of little index cards with like scriptures and encouraging words. I've done that for a few people. And I just, I just love that the ability to be able to encourage people's hearts with the word of God. And just, we need that. We need that. We need to encourage one another. The word even says that to encourage one another daily. Like we need that this world is hard. This world is crooked and chaotic and, and all the things. And so as believers, we need to be able to encourage one another in the Lord to, to bear one another's burdens, to, do those things when we get into competition and divisiveness. Like I was saying earlier, we're not going to do that. But God is calling us to a place of unity and to a place of just being able to encourage one another genuinely not doing it because, well, this is what I'm supposed to do or whatever. Maybe you might have to start out that way until it becomes genuine. But like doing it because I truly want to see you succeed in life. I truly want to see you fulfilling the call of God on your life. And that is where I'm at, where I genuinely want that for other people. And God has just given me a gift and I believe all of us really could could do this but I've noticed over the years like God has given me a gift to see the gifts and the callings inside of other people and to call those things out and I can't tell you how many times I've done that for people where I've been like hey are you like called to do this or God has shown me this or whatever and they're like oh my gosh yes and I've never shared that with anyone or whatever and so it's just, it's cool to be able to do that for each other and let them know, okay, you're not crazy. This is what I see in you. This is really ultimately what God sees in you and that there's something there you need to be, you know, stepping into or stepping out in. And so it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. I just love living for the Lord and no matter what, no matter what kind of season we're going through, whether it's a hard season, a trying season, or if we're living in a season that's just full of abundance and we're flourishing and all that either way, like having him with us and knowing that he never leaves or forsakes us, that he is with us always, that he goes before us, he's behind us, he surrounds us, he's within us. Knowing that, oh my gosh, it just gives me such boldness and confidence to walk out this life and with all the question marks that I feel like are just ahead on the path that he's paved out for me and and not knowing what to do other than in the moment where I'm at and maybe the next step and not knowing where that's going to lead. Yeah, I, it just gives me such confidence to know that he's already gone before me and wherever he leads me to, he is, he's already, he's already done it. 
And that's one thing I've been praying a lot lately. There's a scripture that says that every one of our days he's fashioned for us. And so I've been praying that a lot lately. God, thank you for fashioning this day for me. And so I'm even praying that right now. God, thank you for fashioning this day for me. Because honestly, I didn't even intend on recording a podcast today. This is just a message that was stirring in my heart. And from the beginning of even starting this podcast, I told the Lord, like, I'm not going to get on record just to record. If you give me something to say, then I'll say it. But that's where that's, that's where I'm at. I'm not going to record just to create content. And so most of the time when I'm recording, it's really spontaneous and not planned far in advance. And so that's where I'm at today. I didn't plan on recording this today, but God did. And so I just love knowing that he fashions our day for us. And there's a scripture I was reading earlier in Psalms and just trying to um, get like a word and meditate on it, not just, and I love like reading the word for application and, and to, for teaching, to like learn the word of God, to know what it means inside and out and all of those things. But sometimes it's so good just to take one verse and meditate on it for the day. And so there's a scripture in Psalms that says that he guides them to their desired haven. Oh, I love that verse. That's where I landed on this morning. And so all days I've been getting ready. I've been like, God, thank you that you guide me to my desired haven. God, thank you that you do guide me to my desired haven. And so I'm just repeating that over and over again because it's settling it in my heart. And we know that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And so as I'm saying that scripture out loud and I'm hearing myself say it, it's giving me faith and confidence in that word that I'm repeating over myself. And so that's really where this whole message and podcast recording idea was inspired from was just knowing that God is a personal God. He is not your pastor's God. He is not not just your pastor's God. I should say he is your pastor's God, I would hope. But he's not just your pastor's God or just the deacon's God or just the bishop's God. Like he is our personal God and Savior. And I encourage you, if you find yourself in a season of life where really God doesn't exist outside of Sunday mornings and and you don't really have much to do with him outside of church services or whatever, that you make him bigger than that because he is a personal God who wants an intimate relationship with you. He wants to reveal the truths of his word to you daily. He wants to speak to your heart daily. And I know a lot of people will say like, well, God doesn't still speak to us today. And I would challenge that theology and that belief 100% because the word says that my sheep know my voice and another voice they will not follow. And that's Jesus that said that. So we are called his sheep as his followers were called his sheep and he's the great shepherd. We have the ability to hear his voice. And anytime God speaks, I always say this, it has to line up with the word of God. And so we need to know what the word of God says. I love that scripture that says that, uh, that we can know how to like rightly divide the word of truth to rightly divide the word of truth. And so to know what it says, we can't know if we're listening to a false teaching or if someone's saying something that doesn't line up with the word of God, if we don't know what it says. And there are so many false teachings out there. And even what the word calls doctrines of demons, like there are theologies and doctrines out there that are demonically rooted. And we won't know that if we don't know what the word of God says for ourselves. And that is one thing that I will commend my current pastor for forever because he has always been encouraging us. And I've gone to my church now for like 15 years. He has always encouraged us. Know what the word of God says for yourself because you don't want to just take my word for it. You need to know what it says for yourself because what if I get up here someday, not that he would be like doing anything intentionally or whatever, but maybe he just doesn't have a revelation fully on something or whatever. We need to know what it says for ourselves so that we can know the truth for ourselves. And 
I love that scripture too that says, um, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. So it's not just the truth that sets us free. It's knowing the truth. If we don't know what the truth is, it can't set us free. And so I just love that. And this whole idea of making God personal to you, making the word of God personal to you. And so many times, like I will read a scripture and then I'll flip it to like first person where I'm reading it over myself. So for example, like I love Ephesians 3.20. If you know me at all, you probably heard me say that scripture a million times. I love that scripture and it, it and I'm going to read it to you exactly how it's written in the word. And then I'm going to tell you how I pray this verse over myself often. And that is one thing I love doing is praying the word of God over ourselves because we know that the word of God is his will for us. And so Ephesians 3.20, and I'll read 21 as well. It says, now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us, to him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. And so a lot of times I will be praying over my own life and over situations and circumstances And I will remind myself and I will pray, God, thank you that you do exceedingly abundantly above all that I ask, think, or imagine. God, I thank you that you work all things together for my good. That's Romans 8, 28. So I'll take those scriptures and I will make them personal. And that is when we're really wielding the sword of the spirit. When you read in Ephesians 6 about the armor of God, it talks about the armor of God and the sword of the spirit, which is the word that's in Ephesians 6. And verse 17, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And the Lord had given me, I did a whole podcast on this a while ago about the sword of the spirit and how a lot of times it's in the sheath, so to speak, like we have it on, but we're not really using it. Or a lot of times it's dull and it gets dull when we are in the word of God, when we're in the word of God and we're meditating on the word and we're applying it to our lives, like that is sharpening our sword. And so that when we are going through life, the whole point of the armor of God in Ephesians 6 is so that we can withstand the enemy so that we can stand against him. We can stand against his wiles, his tactics, different versions, say different things, but the wiles of the enemy, the tactics of the enemy, God has given us his armor for that reason. And when we're not putting it on, when we're not wearing it, when we're not, um, just, how do I want to say, like using each of those pieces of the armor, like with the sword of the spirit, for example, when we're not in the word, when we're not applying it, that, that sword becomes dull. And so it's so important that we are doing those things that we are making the word of God personal for us. These words were not just written for the people that they were originally given to a lot of, you know, the new Testament are letters to different churches and things, but there's so much in them, all of it that we can apply to our own lives that we can apply to our own lives, that we can make personal to us, that we can declare over our own lives. And it's so important like to know what it says, like I said, to apply it and even to to speak it out because like I already said, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And faith is such a a word that's been in my spirit the last few months and all the scriptures that faith without works is dead, that uh, without faith it's impossible to please God. And even now as I look down at my Bible, it says, um, faith working through love. It talks about that that's what avails much is, is faith working through love. And there's so much about faith in our own lives. And we're called as believers to live lives of faith. And we know faith is the evidence of things hoped for, the substance of things unseen. And so a lot of times I hear people say, well, fear, you know, faith over fear, which is, it's true. It's so important that we are living by faith, that we're not, that we're walking um, by faith and not by sight and all those things. But I always say, yeah, like, yes, we're called to live 
by faith and not by fear. And the word says that God hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind and all those things. But truly the opposite of faith is sight because when we're stepping out into something we don't fully know or see, that is, that's faith. And like the scripture I just said, that it's a, the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things unseen, or the evidence of things hoped for, the substance of things unseen. I said that backwards. So it's the unseen, that is faith, stepping out and doing things when you maybe fully don't know. You just have a word from the Lord or you have a knowing in your spirit that this is what I'm called to do. And I don't know what this looks like. I don't know how this is going to pan out. I don't know fully everything, you know, that I'm stepping into here, but I trust that God is leading me to do this. And so I'm going to do it. And that has been my story over and over again, especially the last five years as I've really stepped out in ministry and stepped out in faith in a lot of different ways that I hadn't prior to this season of life that I'm in. And and just stepping out and knowing that God has already gone before me. If he calls me to do this, he's going to equip me for it because his word says that he equips us for every good work, that he gives us an abundance for every good work. And I just love him. <laughs> I just love him so much. And I'm so, so thankful to have a personal God who wants to walk through every day with me, that he has fashioned this day for me and that he's gone ahead of me. And that he has prepared good things in advance for us to do. The word says that we're his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which he prepared in advance for us to do. And so the things he's called you to, he's already prepared. He's already made the way for them to be successful, for you to have everything you need. His word says that too. He gives us an abundance for every good work and he gives us everything we need for life and godliness. And so we can be confident in that when we're stepping out. A lot of times the enemy will try to come at us and be like, you don't have what it takes. You're not good enough. You don't have the resources. You don't have whatever. It's that lack mindset, that poverty mindset that the enemy tries to put on us to keep us from stepping out. But the reality is you have everything you need to do what God's called you to do. Everything you need and in abundance. God doesn't just give us minimally what we need. A lot of times he gives us an abundance. And so, for example, I had planned an outreach in my community about five years ago, actually, it was one of the first big events that I had planned and the sticker price on it, I'm just going to be honest, uh, was a little bit like, whoa, when I presented it to my leadership, they were like, okay, that's pretty expensive. And, but if God wants us to do it, he'll do it. And I'm like, yeah, he will. I don't get sticker shock personally, but I understand why people do, or, you know, I get that completely. And I will tell you, within two weeks, we had all the money we needed to do the event, not only to do the event, but we had enough funding to do six months worth of follow-ups with the youth in our community. So we did like once a month things at the high school where we would have speakers and food and all that fully funded. And then we had enough money still left over that we were able to rent a charter bus and take the youth to Michigan Adventure. And so, which is like a theme park where I live. And so... It's just such such cool evidence of God's faithfulness to keep his word because he is not a man that he should lie and his word never returns void. And so I just love I just love him and I love seeing his word played out in my own life. And so in those moments maybe where I'm going to step out again and do what God's called me to do, I can look back at those times where God has been faithful to his word, where he has done exactly what he said he will do, and it builds confidence and faith inside of me to believe that he's not going to fail me this time. He's not going to fail me this time. And even like last fall, we planned a stirred up women's conference and it was expensive. Like we felt like God had showed us where the venue is supposed to be 
We did not have money for it, but we signed the contract in faith, not necessarily recommending that, but we just knew that we knew that we knew that God was going to take care of it. And we had three, I believe, three generous sponsors step forward. We didn't even ask. We didn't ask people for money or anything. And three people were like, we feel like we're supposed to sew into this. And so we were able to cover it fully. Plus we had a ton of like giveaways of of really, really good books that we were able to give away and different things for the, for the event. And so God is just so good. And so I just want to encourage your hearts. If he's calling you to step out into something, he's going to give you everything you need for it to be successful and, and just step out into it. So apply the word of God to your life, read it over yourself, find verses daily to just meditate on, to read over yourself, to, to speak over yourself, write them down on index cards. I've done that a lot too. I have scriptures. If you come to my house, I have random scriptures, like uh, not random scriptures, but different scriptures hanging in my bathroom and it on my wall in my bedroom. And even here at my desk, I have scriptures written down and I just love to see them hanging up and I'll just read them over myself. And it's just activating faith. It's growing faith inside of me and, and applying God's word to my life and, and seeding it in my heart. I love, love, love seeding the word of God within my own heart. And so um, I just encourage you to do that. Encourage you to do that. Know the word of God. And if you do not have a Bible or you don't even know where to start with any of that, maybe you're completely green to all of that and, and just are interested in it and desiring that, but don't know where to start, please reach out to me. That is literally one of my favorite things in the whole world is helping people find a good Bible and helping them get started in that because it will change your life. Romans 12, two says that we're transformed by the renewing of our mind and our mind is renewed through the word of God. And so I encourage you to know what the word of God says. Don't take it for granted. If you have access, I know I have a lot of people that listen to this podcast from other countries and, um, just know that if you're, if where you live allows you to have access to the word of God, you are privileged. There are so many places in the world that cannot they don't have access to the word of God and they treasure it. Like I've heard stories of people even in China and things where they will get one page of the scriptures somehow, you know, smuggled to them and they will hide it and they will read it and read it and read it and memorize entire pages of the word. And then they'll swap them with other people and stuff because that is how powerful the word of God is. And I believe in America where I'm from, we take it for granted. We, we don't, realize what a treasure the word of God is. And that is something I pray over myself a lot. God, I don't want to take your word for granted. I don't want to become apathetic to it. I don't want to be complacent and take it for granted that I have access to this living and active word of God that is sharper than any double-edged sword. And it's, it's God breathed, God inspired. And so when I'm reading this, it is, it is life to me. It is life to me. And I know and recognize seasons of my life where I'm not in the word like I should be. My whole life is, it just feels different. My thoughts are different. My attitude's different. And so I have to stay in this word of God for myself. And, you know, I am doing a lot of things in my life right now where I'm doing podcasts and I'm doing speaking and engagements and teaching and different things, but I have to make sure that I'm in the word of God for myself. So that's a message. That's a word for anyone on here who is doing ministry and very active and teaching and preaching the word of God, make sure that you're getting in the word of God for yourself. Don't just get in the word of God to serve up a plate of food for other people. Like the word of God is, is, uh, it is our substance. It's our daily bread. And a lot of times we can get into the habit of reading it for other people. Like I have to get in the word so that I can teach on it or whatever. 
get into the word of God because you love it, because it is your life source, because God is wanting to nourish your soul. And then, you know, through that, God will give you messages and words for other people, but don't just do it for other people. Do it for yourself too, because God has things he wants to speak just to your heart through his word. So I'm going to go ahead and pray. Like I said, reach out to me if you need a Bible, need help finding one, need to know where to get started. Maybe you haven't read in a while and you're just like, I need to get back into this thing and want to start again. Hey, today's a new day. I even said that this morning. God, thank you for a new day, a fresh slate to to just live for you and to do the things that you've called me to do. So he's so, so good and so faithful. So I'm going to pray over you guys and pray that you are blessed and encouraged. Father God, thank you so much for this day. God, I praise you and thank you that this is the day that you have made. God, you fashioned this day for us, God. And I just declare that we are rejoicing and glad in it. Father, I thank you that you are increasing our faith. Lord, I pray for the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you as we get into your word, as we apply this living and active word of God to our lives. God, I thank you that you are making it real to us. You are making it real to us, God. And I just praise you and thank you for understanding. God, as we get into your word, that we will read it or that we will have eyes to see and ears to hear what the spirit is saying. And God, I pray for each person that's listening to this podcast. God, I pray for their destiny and calling and their purpose in life to come alive. God, that you would let them know the reason that you've created them for God, the things that you have purpose for them in this season of life that they're in. God, I praise you and thank you for all that you're doing, all that you've done, all that you're yet to do, God. And I know that they are they are going to just flourish in the call of God on their lives. Lord, I thank you that your plans and purposes for us are only ever good. Lord, I pray that you would just take us to deeper depths with you, to deeper waters with you, God, that we would know you more, that we would fall in love with you more. In Jesus' name, amen. The Just Janice podcast is part of the NRT Podcast Network. To find other great podcasts in the network, visit newreleasetoday.com. Be sure to connect with me on Facebook and Instagram at Just Janice Podcast.